0: everyone, and welcome to the Wea Booze, the podcast where we get drunk and talk about anime. I'm Kyle. I'm Sam. I'm Hunter. I'm Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy's back. <laughs> it's been a little while. You may remember Jeremy from the first episode. <laughs> hey, the
1: first 10, 12 episodes.
0: Yeah, it a, a while. It's been a long time. What are we drinking, Hunter? Uh, I think it's called
2: Autumn Ale by Breckenridge Brewing Company. Yeah, it's, uh, right. it's very good.
0: Well, I am... Deeply sorry to announce that this will be our final episode. Uh, While those of you who are part of our Discord are already aware of this announcement, I think it's important to reiterate for everyone else. So, as we were brainstorming the topic for this episode, the guys admitted that they're not passionate enough about anime to continue coming up with ideas for the podcast. They've simply exhausted their interest. Uh, This overall lack of passion has been an issue uh, for a while, and I believe it's been apparent throughout plenty of episodes. Uh, considering the fact that Hunter, Sam, Justin, and Kevin are comparatively casual fans uh, of anime, I'm honestly amazed that we were able to continue the podcast for uh, over two years. This
1: far, yeah. yeah. That and, is a
2: long time.
0: And I'm grateful to all of them for humoring my idea for starting a anime podcast in the first place. Now, I will continue to create I hope to release a video before the end of the month um, or early December, and who knows what other projects I may pursue in the future. The podcast may be ending, but all that means is increased opportunity for expressing my own ideas. Um, any words from you guys?
3: It's, it's weird. Like, we started this off of a whim. Like, to anyone who doesn't really know how this got started... Me, Kyle, Hunter, and Jeremy used to get together Friday nights, and we'd just watch anime. We'd watch new movies, we'd watch series together, and then after we'd watch it, we would inevitably end up hanging out, having drinks, and just talking about it. And we had done that for, I don't know, probably a year or so, and then eventually one day we were just like, man, we should just make a podcast. Do you remember
0: where we were? It was in your room, I remember. I mentioned it in in my my room before. No, I remember where, where we came up with the name of the podcast, and it was at that wine bar that we went to once, and Ricky was there. Yeah. Oh, that was so yeah. long yeah. ago. That was a long time ago. But uh, it was so weird because we
3: had mentioned it before, yeah. and then we hadn't said anything about it for, like, months. And then, eventually, it just festered in Kyle, and he was, we, one day, he was like, you guys... <laughs> we're making a podcast <laughs> and he did like all this work we all split like the price of equipment he yeah, did we have the a giant freaking mixer
2: sitting here yeah. and yeah,
3: right. then one day we were like okay shit let's just do this and we didn't know how to do it or how to start but it's been really cool to see it grow into what it is like i was amazed the first time we had like a viewer question the first time we did a live stream oh, the first time cares? we had yeah. like a patreon donation oh, i was goodness. like this is
2: I remember the insane? day we opened the discord and like 50 people joined. Yeah, like that's that's, I guess that's not that high of a number but to me that was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Just been like 6 hours straight just sitting on discord talking to random people.
1: Just talking about something that I like in general like in a group setting like this like semi directed uh, um, about something I like like anime. It was. It made it clear to me why I liked anime and the things I liked about it. Like whereas before, I would just be like, "Yeah, I like this one, this one, and this one." Mm-hmm. We actually delved into it and were able to pinpoint very specific things that we each um, that, that that stuck out to us.
3: Yeah, and I mean, like over the course of it, two just over two years now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in, in that time, Kyle moved, I moved, Hunter moved. Jeremy moved, everyone moved like further and further away and the format of the podcast changed, but multiple times, multiple times, but we just kept doing it. And the reason we kept doing it is because, like I said, this started because we all just hung out anyways Mm -hmm. and we all had this common passion. And then once we started getting viewers, it was kind of hard to let something like that go. And God, Mm -hmm. I'm sure this is especially difficult for you. I mean, I know I haven't been as frequent on the show as especially I used to be for, you know, the first year or so, but um it's still weird it's a weird feeling to let it go it's like when you have your first car and you f- just love your first car and the day you get rid of it you're like well shit there's Dude, my I first f-
2: car fucking hated that ford Taurus. okay
3: well i liked my corolla <laughs> oh my god um,
2: that forerunner though the forerunner i like fun i still i remember taking a picture before i sold it and i still look at the picture sometimes <laughs> it killed like my first car, car. And murdered that,
1: that son of a
3: bitch.
2: <laughs> really? Not on wait. purpose. Oh, was. wait. Was
3: that the, um, uh, the Subaru or whatever? The
2: Scion, the Scion. XB. There we go. To- oh, yeah. The toaster. Just blew that guy I right. think I met you like right after that happened. Or maybe we didn't really hang out when you killed it. All right. Yeah, we didn't really hang out quite yet.
0: Yeah. Well, we can reminisce a little bit more in a little, in a little bit, but uh, uh-huh. to wrap up the podcast, uh, we thought it would be appropriate to answer a handful of your questions that we've yet to address and just spend some time with those of you uh, who are joining us live. So let's just jump right into it. Taku Amazuki asks, how do you feel about people drawing fan art and the fan art scene in general? Do you think there are any benefits or drawbacks to having so much available to us? What about people like Toyotaro? who have started drawing fan comics about Dragon Ball and is now the manga illustrator for the Dragon Ball Super manga.
3: Cool. I think it's awesome. I I think there's no reason not to like it. I mean, there's obviously the line where if you start redrawing somebody else's work and then trying to publish it or sell it as your own. I mean, there's an issue, but I think part of the joy of anime is that it's someone's thoughts put down on paper just in visual form and anyone can
2: do that so and i love seeing somebody else's interpretation of a character especially drawing a character in a different style Mm -hmm. like seeing um you know people draw x character as a dragon ball z like if they were in dragon ball z i really like seeing that
1: Um, most of the time sometimes i see a character i like and it's drawn like fat and shiny hey (laughs) and i i just don't get it
0: (laughs) i get it um Fan art has been a strangely prevalent part of my life ever since I discovered anime. Uh, As I've mentioned before, from the moment I saw the first episode of my first anime, excluding Pokemon, uh, all I wanted to do was share and express my passion for it in a way where I wouldn't experience ridicule or judgment. So I created my Tumblr account, Secret Otaku, uh, as a freshman in high school, and would post waves of uncredited and unsourced fan art because I didn't know any better at the time. And, yeah, that's how you started, <laughs> Yeah, and now, 12 years later, fan art saturates the background of all my social media. I follow countless artists to the point where I feel engulfed by their work. The endless variety of art styles and my inability to articulate why some enrapture me while others don't is something I've always been fascinated by. Just how I used to share fan art and make gifts. Artists create because it's something they have to do. They have to express their passion for something. So I have nothing but admiration for fan art, uh, even the stupid cringy stuff. As for benefits and drawbacks, there are countless. Benefits include free advertising for anime, being able to see characters you love in different styles, doing things that they would have never done uh, in the show itself, uh, giving artists an outlet for making a career, porn, inspiration, decor. Um, Drawbacks, on the other hand, could be that uh, original creators feel as if the rights to their characters have been stolen from them, Uh, oversaturation causing difficulty to either credit and or find artists, a decrease in the overall value of art, Um, you know, so. In regards to people like Toyotaro, while that level of success is rare, I think the mere fact that something like that can happen is beyond encouraging. Uh, it just goes to show if you're passionate and dedicated enough, art, a career path that is widely discouraged, can lead to tremendous success.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have nothing but respect. I actually, I just remembered this while you were talking. Um, back in, uh, god, this this must have been a really long time ago, back when I was living in New Mexico, I think, I used to... Um, go on this forum called, like, Pokemon 2000, and I would make sprite edits of, like, <laughs> you know, you take the, the sprites from the game and you um, either... I mean, there were... Uh, you would combine them, you would do recolorations mm-hmm. and stuff, and it, it just did it for fun, and then you would post them with other people and see who's, yeah. who's better and stuff.
3: Yeah, so when I was... Uh... A kid. I lived in Maryland. I moved to Arizona and I was like 10 or 11, but I used to be really into like art and drawing and that was right around the time I got into anime and they kind of meshed really well. And if any of you guys remember uh, like the Scholastic Book Fair and how that would always oh, yeah. come around, I would always get um, would the only get books. I would always
2: get like random crap.
3: well, the, the only <laughs> the only thing I would get uh, were these books on how to draw specifically. There was like so many on like how to draw Dragon Ball Z or how to draw anime and I got really into drawing um, Dragon Ball Z characters and anime characters and just that style of stuff. And when I was young, at least for the age, I was good. Like I was actually pretty good to the point where I would draw things at home, like after school, and then I would come back to school and sell it to kids because the kids would put it in like their binder sleeves and make it their their cover. I nice. used
2: to do the same thing. I would trace Pokemon and color them. And stuff yeah, like. and everyone
3: so everyone cool. used to say I would trace it, and then one day on the oh, no, on I the bus, traced it. One day on the bus, this kid was like, "You're not actually drawing it." I was like, "Give me a Pokemon, bro!" And he gave me Zatu, the uh, like psychic bird. Yeah. And I drew it on the bus. He was like, "Oh shit!" And I gave it to him. And I just sold that kind of stuff. And I remember you just
2: signed it and give it to him.
3: Yeah, but I, it, I, I'm so sad <laughs> <Thank> because <God. laughs> once I finally moved to Arizona, I um, I had this big old box with all of my how to draw books, all of my drawing supplies, everything I'd ever drawn. And I lost it in the move. Uh, oh, and when I lost it... You never drew again. No, I really didn't. Pretty and much, and yeah. to to this day, I've always been kind of mad at myself because it was something I was genuinely good at. And I stopped doing it. It was all just drawing like anime anime fan art.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm atrocious at it. But I still have my... I, I used to make SpongeBob comics too. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> all right.
3: SpongeBob was my favorite anime.
2: It's a great Same. anime.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our next question.
2: Bobby said he used to eat sand. Cool, Bob, yeah. Bobby's in the chat. That's what he said. Uh, Petal dance. I have fish for lunch.
0: Pedal dance asks, "Do you feel that Moe is ruining the anime industry?" This is a sentiment I find a lot in the anime community, especially as an argument against cute girls doing cute things anime. And I am curious about everyone's opinions. So, I
2: say absolutely not. I think it's just kind of a, a flavor of the. Well, it, it's just been popular for for a bit, but I I think that. Eventually, something else will, will become popular, and it's getting people into the um, medium, so I don't think it's bad. And I like watching them, so fuck
3: you. Whoa. <laughs> you you can't tell... It's not to question, pedal fuck dance, you. not yeah. at pedal
2: sure. <laughs> at people who think Moe is ruining. Sure.
3: You can't tell people what to like. Like, the Moe genre is big because people like it, and if that's what people want, then give it to them it's not like they're taking away from other shows there's still plenty of stuff out there for people who don't want to watch moe stuff i mean like, i'm art, not a huge fan of it but
2: I, I feel like there is you know a part of you know like studios see that this is what sells so they will the make more yeah, of it exactly I, I do understand that but right. i think it's just C- like a flavor of the not flavor of the month obviously because that's too short a time it's frame what is
1: his name again Pedal dance, dance? Dance. dance is concerned it's like taking over right like it's it's <clears> it's too popular so it, it ruins the medium um, so compare it to something like porn um, where there's like this formula to porn nowadays and 80% of the videos you watch are very formulaic you know it's just on her face afterward like that kind of thing mm-hmm. and that's bad porn and that's most porn so if like if we're concerned that moe is taking over and that they're making a whole bunch of bad moe just because it sells is that worrisome for the media yeah I don't think so
0: I I mean here's here's my take so like all you guys said no I don't think that moe is ruining the anime industry although it's evolved over time moe has essentially existed for nearly as long as anime itself I've seen just as much good moe anime as I've seen good dark and gritty anime Uh, people claim that moe is ruining anime because it's a secondary but far more identifiable characteristic of the true problem If anything, it's commercialization and unoriginality that are ruining the anime industry. Moe, being among the longest-running trends in anime, is understandably heavily imitated. Anime is a business, and if creators see that cute girl sell, we're getting cute girls. Mm -hmm. We're part of the problem. We may complain, but we're still watching moe anime regardless of their quality. But if we stopped watching anime just for the sake of watching anime and began to actually think about what makes one moe show better than another, more people would realize that we're being tricked into watching the same show over and over again. Isekai and fanservice and shonen they all suffer from the same problem. There will always be work that hinges off the creations of others for the sake of monetary gain.
3: Yeah, like, kind of as a... At least for me, a last thing on the topic is... Moe is just rock and roll. Because in the 50s and 60s, everyone was like, rock and roll is ruining music. It's the devil's music. And everyone was up in arms about it. And then it took over. And then it evolved. And now we have rock and roll to thank for thousands of other genres that people listen to. And no one gives a shit. And I think it's just a step in anime. Um, People wanted Moe. People got Moe. And eventually it'll be something else.
0: We have a question from Taku Amazuki. I just watched what was available of today's menu from the Emiya family, and I love it. Uh, the Fate series is something I don't think I'll ever tire of. I was wondering if there was any series like this for you guys, a series that doesn't really matter what kind of spinoff or continuation it is, but rather you're just excited to see more of the world or the characters' interactions.
2: So I, I actually thought about this when um, Kyle sent us all the questions first so he got to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I'm thinking... The closest thing that really came to mind was the. Um, it's not really an anime. I guess technically it's an anime now. The Persona series. I thought that Persona 5. i was going to say the same thing. I, I loved it so much that I thought I could, you know, anything that was Persona related, I would be all over. But I dropped the anime in like three episodes. Like it, it just. I wasn't mean the anime me. wasn't so good.
0: Yeah. And then like. Um, well, sorry to interrupt. I don't think it wasn't so good. It was just like too like, panel for panel, you know, same as the game. I feel like I didn't want to... If I'm going to watch it again, I'd rather play it again. That was my thought. But mm-hmm.
2: I'd like, Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see how the characters in the show attacked each thing, because I, I know it was a fairly linear game, but I wanted to see what, you know, what they did and uh, the off days. Like, if it was only the main events, or if mm-hmm. you got to see some of the little stuff that you got to yeah. do within the game. Um, but at the end, it wasn't really, you know it wasn't something that I liked enough to just consume no matter what they were doing. Right. But, uh, um, a show that does come to mind is something I'd, I'd watch more of in a heartbeat. If I heard that something new was coming out, uh, it's Konosuba. Sure. I, I just like, I binged the crap out of that show. I watched both seasons in like, I don't know, a day and a half and mm-hmm. all the, um, you know, everything that's come out, the OVAs. And if something else came out for that, I'd be
0: all over it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think anime with certain character dynamics are more conducive to spin-offs and continuations. Shonen in anime in particular. When characters have distinct borderline archetypal roles, they are malleable in ways that complex characters aren't, meaning that while Ichigo, Naruto, Naruto, meaning that while Ichigo, Naruto and Luffy rarely experience dramatic character growth, they and their respective friends can be thrown into any world or scenario and it just works. Uh, Teleport the cast of Boku no Hero into a snowstorm and we can all picture how they would act and what role they would take. Go further and picture them in a romantic comedy or a thriller and it still works. The same can't be said about something like Welcome to the NHK or Princess Jellyfish. The characters are too complex and they rely too heavily on their environment. So for me, it have to be a show like Bleach or One Piece or maybe even JoJo. Uh, that's something JoJo does well. It places it, it places its characters in outrageous scenarios and always manages to work. Uh, so,
3: I don't really think there's any universe that I'm like totally invested in. Um, I did like Naruto for a long time, and I really just don't care to watch anything of Boruto. But interestingly enough. I do somehow feel like I want to know what happened to the original cast. Like when you invest so much of your time growing up or just so much of your life watching certain characters grow up with you, Mm. you kind of want to follow and find out what happens to them. What's happening to me? Like, how are we the same? And it's just interesting in that aspect. But Mm -hmm. um, as far as like spinoffs and things like, oh, I've never been particularly invested in uh, just reboots of series or anything like that. Sure.
0: Same. Okay. (laughs) Um, This question comes from Evil Curls. Do you guys have a character that you think should have been killed off, but wasn't, or a character that was unfairly killed off that shouldn't have? Um, I'll go ahead and start us off. I don't think I've ever witnessed a character death and thought it was unfair. While a character death may seem unwarranted in the moment, all deaths have meaning. Similarly, I actively try not to impose my own desires onto someone else's story. Like, who am I to say your story would be better if you did what I want? If you killed the characters who I didn't like, events that we don't want to happen, happen. Uh, Beloved characters die and hated characters live. This is fiction imitating the part of reality that makes us feel something. I hate Griffith and QB, but their existence drives both the story and my emotional investment. Unfortunately, the concept of death can be abused. Killing off characters can be an effortless and superficial method to make viewers believe a story is more meaningful or dramatic than it actually is. In those cases, like in the first episode of Goblin Slayer, for example, I feel like my emotions are being taken advantage of. And I'll just drop the anime, you know, I'll just drop it right there.
3: I agree with a lot of what you said Uh, in like having a character die in any series is obviously a really impactful, really big move. Um, And there's a lot of meaning in any sort of character death, at least there should be, but I've never seen an anime where a character died where I was like, damn it, they shouldn't have died. And I've been mad about it because I accept that death is a possibility for these characters going into, you know, whatever world or scenario they're going into. But on the other side, there have been or there at least was one death that i can think of off the top of my head that i was really pissed about that didn't happen and i was just talking about naruto and sorry for spoilers here but guy after like a decade watching as a kid when you're like, if you open the eight paths, you die, and it's been building up and building up, and then finally he does it, and he fucks up Madara, and he's like, you're the best Taijutsu ever, and everyone's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, and then he dies, and then Naruto comes in, and he's like, oh, I can bring people back to life now, and he's suddenly fine? That shit pissed me off, all right? When he died, in my mind, I was like, oh, he's dead. When he opened up the eighth gate, in my head, I was like fuck, he's dead, but god damn it, you go out in a blaze of glory, mm-hmm. and he fucking did. And then the moment he got brought back to life, all of the magic, the entire feeling of amazement was just fucking ripped away, gone, and they fucked it all up. So, I am fine with character deaths, but I hate it if you bring him back to life. If mm-hmm. you kill him, kill him. Don't go back on your decision.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I can't be the only one. I'm sure someone is listening right now and they're
3: like, fuck yeah!
0: (laughs) I bet they sound like that too. I don't know. I I,
2: I thought about this one a lot and I couldn't think of anything where I was like, I mean, every, every time a death happened, I'm like, yeah, you know, makes sense. It propels the story forward. The only characters that I wish died are characters that annoy me. Like, maybe it's mean, but that l- the little purple car- guy in Boku no Hero? <laughs> He's like, not going to die. Uh, oh, yeah, but... fuck off, man. He's the best.
0: All right. Another question from Petal Dance. They ask, I always look up anime openings and endings before I watch them. Are there any anime openings or endings you have heard or seen uh, that you really liked but haven't actually watched yet?
2: You p- posted something in the Discord. Oh, yeah. There was like this French something it was like a bunch of um french. like uh, the song was in french i believe and it was like these um these girls dancing oh, around uh, in like flight yeah, suits yeah 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 he's so a, too to that was a really cool ending yeah I really li- i've watched it a bunch and i've <laughs> never seen it i have no desire to watch it but i really like that uh. one
3: there honestly there's probably a lot for me because i i'm a music connoisseur and i just listen to a lot of music and there have been times where i just listen to like anime soundtracks because i do like the intros for a lot of things Mm. so again just some just off the top of my head tokyo ghoul i've heard the intro like a million times Mm -hmm. never seen it tried couldn't get into it or no game no life heard the intro everyone loves the intro never seen it and i'm sure there's tons of others that i can't think of right now but yes
0: um i'm kind of the opposite Uh, i don't need a lot of convincing to watch an anime so if i see an opening and i like it i've i've watched it you know i've seen it um so, like, if I had to force myself to think of one, I guess, like, the one exception would be, like, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I remember you tried watching that. Yeah, it's not that I, like, gave up. I mean, I did, but not out of, like, my own choice. I started working, and I couldn't watch. Do you know how... Do you remember how far you got? Uh, not very far. Probably, like, 12 episodes in.
3: Okay. Oh. Let's let's watch the series together. I'm actually down to rewatch Yu Yu Hakusho all however many episodes it was, or at least through, nice. like, the Demon Tournament arc. Sure.
2: I'll commit that. Okay. Uh there was another one one piece had a intro yeah i'm trying to think of the name of it i've had it on a playlist for like seven years mm-hmm. um damn.
0: it's not like hands up or something yeah it's hands up oh okay there we go <laughs> i found it on osu that's what it was oh yeah
2: <laughs> on osu
0: of yeah.
3: course
1: he did that's
0: a good one that's a really good one um all right Question from Shadow Dupless: What are your favorite anime studios, and by extension, who is a person from that studio whose work you adore and admire? You're
2: gonna be so proud of me. I researched this. What? Yeah, crazy. So I, right when I heard this, I thought of Kyoto Animation, and specifically out of Kyoto Animation, they have a very similar style throughout a lot of their shows. Um, but the cutest of the cute girls obviously come from k K on ad every single time your little wallpaper thing would flip to the Tamako Market, mm-hmm. I would say, "Oh my god, that that such a cute girl! Like, what show is that from?" And you're like, "Tamako Market." <laughs> Turns out, both are designed by the same person. Crazy, is it? Uh, her name is Yamada. I'm gonna butcher the shit out of this. Horiguchi Yukiko. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, apparently, goes by the a different name for light novels. Shiromi Shiro Mizukana. Anyway, she made all she was the main character designer for all the K-On! Girls and for Tamako Market. Wow. So, cool. That is my answer. That's a good answer.
3: Um for studios, I'm I'm gonna have some like really fanboy answers that everybody likes sure. or bandwagon answers. One, studio bones. Oh obvious yeah. reasons, there's a million anime, don't need to go through all of them. Two, Madhouse. They have some really good gems. I like the whole psychological thing. They have really thought-provoking anime. And three, which is... Which maybe is. Well, the thing is, I don't know how popular this is going to be. Toei animation. I don't know if there's anything I watched recently or, or now from Toei animation. From Toei. But the thing That's is... That's
2: a nostalgia factor pretty hard.
3: Exactly. Everything I grew up on was Toei. Everything I grew up on. So I owe the fact that I watch anime now to that studio, so forever they're gonna be in there. But that's as it. far as like individual people within the studios, not really, uh, to be honest. I don't know that many individual people that work mm. on things. Um, it's hard, oh, by the way, Studio Ghibli. Obviously, again, everyone knows that, but w- whatever, can't not say it. Um, mm. The only one name that I can say right off the top of the back, I love all their work, um, is just the soundtrack guy, Hiroyuki um, Sawano.
2: Hiroyuki yeah. Sawano,
3: I'm pretty sure that's the right name. Anything he touches is fucking gold, so if you're going to watch an anime and he's the composer for the soundtrack, it's going to be good, I guarantee Dude, I
2: it. wish you could get the Spirited Away soundtrack on something mm-hmm. besides CD. Yeah. Uh,
0: for me, I still love Gainax, even though it's not around anymore, mm. uh, and since there are too many talents to name from that studio, I'll go ahead and pick the obvious Hideki Anno. Gainax, uh,
2: Gurren Lagann? Yep, Gern Lagen. Fuck it. And basically half of Trigger?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's my next one. Trigger is worth mentioning for Kill a Kill Alone, but to be honest, more often than not, I find most of their works sadly underwhelming. Um, of their seven series, I think only two, maybe three, are truly outstanding. However, Trigger is home to two of my favorite creators, Hiroyuki Imaishi and Yoyoshinari, um, Shaft is great because of Akiyuki Shimbō, and, and the head twisty thing and, Yeah, and the head tilt uh, And although this may be uh, a controversial answer I think my favorite studio at this moment in time Is Kyoto Animation Yeah, uh, buddy Really? Get you on know. the cute girl's cute things wagon uh, Naoko Yamada has been improving The quality of her already amazing works At such an astounding pace That I'm always awestruck by her direction um, She is, like Did she do again? Uh, I don't know. Violito. I don't know. Um. So yeah, those are just a few. Uh, there's next, also,
2: there's like a, a rabbit. Something, is it Rezero, I think it's like white rabbit or something.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I know what you're talking they about. They also
2: did some something else. I I. I think it was Brotherhood. Who who did Brotherhood? I thought that, it's not Madhouse. That's Bones. Bones. There's yeah, Bones. It's okay. Bones.
3: Like I said, Bones does a lot of good shit.
0: But, but, like, the thing about Bones and Madhouse is they don't really have, like, an identity to them because they're so versatile. Right. Um, and I, I mean, that's fine. But anyways, uh, next question comes from Big Otaku. Uh, from Yu Yu Hakusho to Love Live Sunshine uh, to my teenage romance comedy snafu, I've always had a fascination with what characters would wear whether it was Sakura's battle costumes in Cardcaptor to Vegeta's iconic Batman button-up shirt, Hell I yeah. always love how they managed to show off the personality of the characters through their fashion. Uh, who are your favorite fashionable characters?
2: That Batman shirt, though, so good. <laughs> it was White Fox, by the way. Oh. They also did Steins Gate. Anyway, fashionable.
0: Fashionable characters. Um, I love this question. I've always been moderately interested in fashion as a whole. Uh, now... I already have the perfect answer, but I'll mention a few other favorites first. Cardcaptor Sakura is an amazing choice. I actually watched Cardcaptor later in my anime-watching career and had my mind blown when I realized Sakura had a different outfit in every single episode. Um, being a show about the literal power of clothing, I feel obligated to mention Kill a Kill. Mm. Uh, the characters may be virtually naked throughout the vast majority of the anime, but... During the sequences where they do wear clothes, the ending credits in particular, they are incredibly fashionable. Princess Jellyfish, also a show involving fashion, has some genuinely beautiful outfits. Bebop is super classy. Jojo is, I don't even know how to describe the the show's fashion sense, but I love it. Uh, And outfits in Hyoka, in comparison to other anime, are probably the most reminiscent of my own style. Um, Like Oreki and I Must, you know, shop at the Same clothing store. Uh, However, the anime with the undeniably best-dressed characters is... Bleach.
3: Yes! Shuntsui Hiroku, right? Right? Uh, I fucking love
0: that thing! Not not even that, but he is is great. Uh, I can't remember if I read at one point Kubo was a fashion designer, or if he said that if he wasn't a manga artist, he would have gone into fashion design. Um, As a kid, I would spend hours just staring at Bleach art books, utterly obsessed by the level of detail and individuality, Of their outfits like no anime or manga has come close to encapsulating the level of cool kubo has ingrained in his portrayal of fashion from its first volume to its last the ingenuity and quality of the outfits never diminished and the majority of these outfits were only designed for color spreads that served no narrative purpose yet they give his characters such distinct and rich personality through the way in which we can imagine them walking around their world when we aren't watching them Bleach, hands down.
3: Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna agree with that. Cause like when when I saw when I read that question, Kyroku was the first thing I thought of. Like immediately first thing I thought of. And the fact that you mentioned the bad man shirt, oh my god, that's like to to me, when I think of Vegeta, like that that's him. Like that is <laughs> I I fucking love that. But I was never a huge fashion guy and I never like paid attention to like, oh what this person's wearing or that person's wearing the same thing with anime. I don't really give a shit what anyone's wearing, but there are definitely some iconic outfits, I guess you could say. But one thing that I thought of when I was reading the question is that when you're watching an anime, a character's outfit is associated with themselves. Like, you rarely see a character, especially a main character, in a different outfit aside from what they're accustomed to to the point where their outfit is almost associated with them. If you see... The outfit but not them you still know it's them because that's their clothing and it's almost unusual to see them outside of it um so rather than just pick a specific outfit or anything like that i mean in a lot of animes especially the big ones that we all know and love the anime is part of the character Or i'm sorry the, the clothing the outfit they wear is part of the character you really can't have one without the other it's the same thing
2: yeah so, the only character, like, you guys kind of covered everything, but one character that I really liked the outfit of was from Guilty Crown, Inori. Mm-hmm. I think nice. it, it, it drew the line between, like, sexy and cute very well. It was a really cool yeah. outfit.
0: It was very visually striking, like, even for as much as I, like, can't remember what even happened in that anime, like, I can remember her outfit. Yeah, yeah you remember exactly <clears throat> what she looks like. But, at the same time, I don't like impractical uh like character design and her outfit makes no sense like it's so ridiculous you don't like
2: zippers everywhere no, <laughs> no 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 she's a she's a singer so it's all about fashion right sure so it's practical to sing in <laughs> most <laughs> most fashion shows don't make sense and i need to look up Anori. all right uh, fashion stampede just gonna throw that out there that's that a is good one very that is fashionable iconic. okay she does have a lot of draping cloth a lot more than. and I it remember. all perfectly
3: flows in the wind at all
2: times because she's magic. Yeah. I don't really remember what happened.
0: Bash is great. That's a good answer. Uh, next question comes from Bigotaku. Who would you guys uh, ever want as your typical or unique anime rival? Jeremy. Whoa. <laughs> could, Kyle. Whoa. <laughs> it could be any gender, non-human from any series you find the need to challenge against.
3: Nothing specific. Like, <clears throat> the only thing is if I had a rival... There are only certain kind of rivalries I like. Like, there's nothing wrong with the stereotypical, oh, he's my rival, then he becomes my friend, and now we're friends, but we're still rivals, pushing <laughs> each other further and further. There's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, it's kind of the the go-to for a rivalry, but my favorite rivalries, and if I was an anime, what I would want my rival to be is someone who never actually becomes my friend. I want a rival to always be a rival, to have a separate ideology, whether it's good and evil, right or wrong, or whatever. But I've always appreciated anime where the, not even the protagonist, but the protagonist and the the rival never quite make up or make amends, but they have a massive amount of respect for each other. Mm. That, to me, is so much more impactful to say, Yes, I hate my rival, but I respect them Mm. enough to not, you know, do certain things. And I've talked about Noragami a million times, but the scene where um, uh, Yato and Bishamon are fighting and then he finds Mm. out that one of her subordinates like betrays her, he stops. And in the middle of their fight over centuries of the war that they've been having amongst each other, he stops and takes her side and says, listen to her subordinate you might not like her, but you will fucking respect her because she's a god. And it doesn't matter about who's right and wrong or about how much he likes her or hates her. It's nothing but respect. And I think that's what a rivalry should be.
0: I, I do agree with you to a certain extent. Um, but for me personally, um, I find no better form of competition than with my closest friends Mm. like all of your successes fuel my desire to become a better person um the rival archetype is interesting because of their similarity to villains um however unlike villains who tend to who tend to completely oppose the ideals of the hero rivals reflect a hero's ideals to a certain extent rivals compete for the role of protagonist uh With that in mind, I would need to think of a character who I identify with, but who also has some qualities or a mentality that conflicts with my own. I think I'm the sort of... I think I'm sort of a jealous person. Uh, If I see someone doing something that I could be doing, I want to do it better. But without that motivation, I find myself slacking off. A lot of characters that would fuel my inspiration... um, come to mind but two really stand out um ironically just because you said them, uh first is bash from *Trigun* uh for his mental fortitude um and inhuman capacity for positivity like i wish i could be as positive as bash right. the second is muta from space brothers because i don't know what's more motivating than an adult man who, after being fired from this job as a car salesman, ignores all judgment and works towards fulfilling his dream of becoming an astronaut. Um, like that, that level of dedication and like, I don't know, I wish I could be half as good as some of these anime characters out there.
1: Sam, I thought you were going to, with your description, I thought you were going to jump into um, Mugen and Jean from Samurai Champloo. Yeah. Um, that is easily one of my favorite rivalries, quote-unquote. Right. I love They're the... kind of
2: at each other's throat the entire time. Yeah, yeah. I love the dichotomy
1: the of, of reckless versus um, rigid. Yeah. And I would absolutely be Mugen, but I respect the rigidness so much that I want to beat it with my recklessness. Um, yes. That is the kind of rival, rivalry that I like.
3: Yeah, no, that that's a good example of, again, what I mean. And to me, that is my favorite kind of rivalry. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Like what you said, like, or Kylie, they both have the same values or like they're fighting to be the protagonist, but they have their own unique way of doing it. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Exactly.
3: And a lot of times with like a good rival, they have almost the same. uh, They a lot of times they have the same morals just from a different perspective. You know what I mean? Like they'll have different perspectives of what justice means or different perspective of what peace means and how to attain that. And, Mm I think that's always very interesting.
0: Definitely. And with that. No. It's time to wrap things up. Think of wow. another one. Think of another one. What's your favorite boob color?
2: Uh, Whoa. Ex- what? I like green <laughs> and I like fa-
3: orange. It's always been hard for me to decide between the two. Did
1: you say boob color? Yeah, I just like regular boob colors. Well, I, I'm talking
3: about specifically I said colors. color and
0: you said boob. Oh. For boobs,
3: non-discriminatory.
0: Green. all boobs are good boobs yeah <laughs> it's true um, if you would like to keep up to date with whatever I have in store for the future be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube at youtube.com secretotaku I'm still on Tumblr if you would like to follow me there at secretotaku.tumblr.com and our discord will remain up so you can chat with me and like-minded people anytime you want the link for that and everything else is in the description most importantly I would like to thank all of our listeners. Thank you. Uh, from those of you who were with us since the beginning, uh, to our brand new listeners who might be tuning in for the first time. Sorry. Bye. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you all for being here with us. Uh, thank you for submitting questions, sending supportive comments, and letting us be part of your lives. Uh, this podcast was a lot of work, and I am unbelievably proud of what it has become. Uh, it's changed me, the way I think about anime, uh, and has strengthened my connection with all my friends. Uh, and none of this would have happened if it wasn't for you listening to us. So.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I want to s- clap, but I don't feel like we should clap with these mics. Let's just
3: uh, Honestly, yeah. Like, again, thank you guys so much. Like, it was insane the fact that we've been going this long, and I never thought it'd be what it is right now. And part of me knew at some point it had to end, but it's still weird to say goodbye and see it go. But, I mean, if if anything, if there are any closing words for the Weebu's podcast, it's be proud to be a Weeaboo. Everyone's a Weeaboo of something we just happen to like anime. Yeah, I just it's want
1: to give a quick shout out to words. Jesus.
3: Yeah, yeah, Jesus
1: is and, great. Uh, Jesus, too. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And Pedal Dance. He's been a fan since day one. Hell yeah, like, Pedal <laughs> Dance. There's, <laughs> There's honestly a is.
3: lot of... Uh, Mitsuki, stop. You've been there forever. There's been a lot of you guys that have been with us for a really long time. So, mm-hmm. huge props, whether you saw us from day one or day 200 or 300 or 500. I don't care. It's just awesome that you're here at any point listening to this. So, thanks again so much.
0: Yeah, we love you guys.
2: So Yeah, I mean, it's it's been pretty crazy. Like... Two years is way longer than I expected this to go on, especially after doing, like, the fifth episode and uh, the L.A. special. The L.A. special! <laughs> was the best. Just, you know, and then um, seeing, you know, people leave, people come back, mm-hmm. how the, the format just changes over and over, switching from week to month and, you know, having our, our t- tiny hiatus and coming back. <laughs> you know, it, it's been a lot of fun. It's um, Especially, you know, just talking with everybody on Discord after the fact, you know, and just randomly getting to know people and Mm -hmm. getting their opinions on what's happening even if it's not during the podcast getting people's opinions especially hearing somebody be like hey guys i just started listening to you a week ago and i'm on i'm I'm all caught up to live now (laughs) i binged the podcast like it's incredible to hear those stories so yeah thanks thanks a lot guys hell
3: yeah and in true weeaboo fashion i won't say goodbye but i will say sayonara oh my gosh (laughs) I
1: think we will say something a little bit more.
3: Oh, can we start like the na-na-na-na? Nope.
0: Nah, nope. na 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 Nope. Nope. Shut up. We want to thank Udachi for uh-huh. our- <laughs> <laughs> We want to thank Udachi for our intro and Kuagata for our outro. And that's all for this week. We still don't have a tagline to sign off with.
2: Kyle. Get. I it was peace, bitches.
0: No, it's not. Here's it's. Here's my nuts. Here's, here's here's my nuts. What does that have to do with the show? Because we're nuts about anime. No, it should, it should be like keep drinking and watching Chinese <laughs> cartoons. cartoons. Not
3: bad. Different sign off. What do we say?
0: Get drunk, watch anime. See you next week.
3: That's not,
1: that was bad. Can
0: we say that at the same time? Is that what we're saying, though?
1: Three, two, one. I Get drunk, Buncho. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what
0: the fuck was that? How about... What are we he Bye. doesn't like that. Oh, I
3: got it. What if our sign-off is, instead of, like, one thing, you start with a word, and we make a sentence all the way around until it gets to you. Get. Drunk.
2: And. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> Next ah, week? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Does it have to be four words? <laughs>
3: Cat smoking a sour off the coast of okinawa feeling so high like I'm ho-wo in that tower take a flight on some shit got my dogs riding masabi blazing hot that's kamikaze a sacred fire don't be I'm lit. Cash smoke smoking a sour off the coast of Okinawa. Feeling so high, like I'm whole. Whoa, in that tower, take a flight. Awesome shit. Got my dogs riding, beside me, blazing hot. That's kamikaze, sacred fire. Don't be mad, I'm lit.